The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is November 24th, 2015. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Gary. Good to be with you. <laughs> Joining me today as co-host, I think everybody should know you by now, Bill, is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV, State of Maryland. Once again, welcome. Uh, again, great to be with you, <laughs> Gary. Now, Bill, um, what did you think of last week's show? It was pretty, pretty unique, wasn't it? Uh, very, very much unique. I mean, uh, this uh, show we had was for for tools for troops. Uh, as insignificant as that might uh, appear to be, uh, if you're in a trade and you don't have the tools to accomplish your trade, and here's an organization that's trying to figure out a way of getting more of these tools to our veterans in particular to help them on uh, as they uh, readjust back into uh, home and community. That's right. And uh, to explain that, that was Pete Wall. Uh, he's the director for that uh, uh, organization. And they actually had their first ever tool giveaway last June. They distributed over 143 hand and power tools, estimated over $5,000. They have everything from landscaping, rakes, shovels, hose, toolboxes, power drills, chainsaws, hedge cutters, and the list goes on. For now, they are only in Portland, Oregon. They're only in that area, but he's planning on, in 2016, planning on going national, which is going to be uh, quite a big thing because it looks like everybody's interested in this. If you missed the live show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, Bill, uh, we, I think before the show, we ran across uh, some Stars and Stripes articles that came out, and, and uh, uh, one you're pretty good at, and uh, we know about it November 11th is the day that we set aside to honor the millions of Americans who have served their countries in the armed forces, especially those who risk their lives in defense of the United States. Why was that date chosen, Bill? Well, uh, Gary, as I recall from my, my, my brief study of history at uh uh, back in 1918, when the uh, uh, the ending of the World War One was signed in Versailles in, in France, and uh, that particular uh, uh, action took place on uh, November the 11th at 11 o'clock in the morning uh, in in Versailles, 
And what has stuck uh, uh, to be very present in my mind, Gary, is the ending of World War I was the war to end all wars. Uh, somehow we, we've, we've missed that through the years because, uh, as you know, uh, somewhere in the world, uh, we, we we've been involved in wars, and it's had it's a a, a very uh, deleterious effect upon our men and women who serve. So uh, we always uh, give thanks to their service to this great country of ours. That's right. When did it actually become Veterans Day? Well, I, I think it was a, a few years later when it was changed uh, as it started out from Armistice Day to uh, to uh, to Veterans Day, uh, but still at the same time on November 11th. All right. Now, here's another article about private health care plan. The Department of Veterans Affairs unveiled a major overhaul of its nationwide health care systems Wednesday that could give veterans better access to private doctors and hospitals. The VA told the House lawmakers it only needs an initial $421 million in 2016. The plan calls for consolidating various programs and now steers vets to private providers and creating new networks across the country. We know cost is an issue, but the critical cost issue right now is the $421 million that they expect to spend on systems, redesigns, and business solutions in fiscal year 2016. And Bill, it was estimated that it will cost four to eight, $400 to $800 million per year. Well, uh, you know, nothing comes free in this day and time, but I think that, that proposal is a great proposal because, as you know, we've discussed on a number of occasions, the great majority of our serving men and women today uh, come from the rural and remote areas of our country, and they, in most cases, they're going back to those areas to continue their lives, and that's where the major challenge comes about in getting services that the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs provides uh, in the two most are health care and uh, our, our benefits for our service-connected disabilities. So it's a great idea. Anything that we can do to get, uh, you know, uh, more service uh, to our veterans who have served this country, I think is a great idea. That's true, and, and don't don't expect that right now. Uh, I was in that situation. I went to the VA, and um, I was going to go out of network, uh, but they told me they ha didn't have the money, um, and and this this will work. So hopefully, they're going to move ahead on it. It's typical, Gary. We always find the money to get become engaged in the, the wars and conflicts. But when the warriors return home, it's a question of where the funding is coming from. That is true. Now, have you ever heard of this? The VA staff is buried in backlog of unlimited veterans' uh, disability appeals. <laughs> I think we hear that all the time, don't we? Have I? As you announced, then, as you do every Tuesday, uh, my service with the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs and uh, I know exactly what that's about. It's uh, it's terrible, and it, and and it really has an impact upon our men and women because many of them are in need, 
in getting these claims uh, uh, addressed in a very quick and timely fashion. Right. And I think we have to remind all our veterans that, again, don't give up. You push and you push Absolutely and you push. Perseverance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a veteran that filed a claim for a variety of conditions. He, he said that stain from uh, was actually stemmed from a car accident while training in the Puerto Rico Army National Guard. The Department of Veterans Affairs ruled that it wasn't and he wasn't disabled. He appealed and lost. He appealed again and lost again and again and again. In all, the VA has issued more than two dozen rulings on this case over the last year. Still, he continues to appeal, even after he won and started receiving 100% disability pay. He pressed on in hopes of receiving retroactive payments. I'm never going to give up, he said. He's 66 years old and a Vietnam vet. I don't care how long it takes. And I think, you know, of every veteran's motto should be don't give up, never give up. Absolutely not. All right. Now, Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Uh, Gary, it's my honor to introduce James McCormick, who's the director for Veterans to Agriculture and the owner of Raising Cane Farms Ministry. Um, He is a retired U.S. Army captain, 22 years of military service, with 16 of those years being as an enlisted person. Uh, He is a decorated uh, uh, veteran and retiree, receiving the Silver Star, the Bronze Star with V-Device. Gary, as you know, that is for Valor. He is a Purple Heart recipient and the Meritorious Service Medal and other awards for service. His civilian awards are the Congressional Medal of Honor Society Citizen Service before Self Medal and the Jefferson Award. Uh, Captain McCormick is uh, married to Heather as his wife. They have eight wonderful children and two of which are serving in the armed forces today. Uh, Captain McCormick, thank you very much for your service, and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, sir. Well, thank you for having me. I, I appreciate the opportunity to to speak with you both and uh, to uh, just be part of the program and and just to chat with you about what we do and how exactly. we can take farming and utilize it to help our veterans. Eight wonderful children. We're not even going to ask what you're doing in your spare time. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, Jim, uh, what, what is the Veterans to Agriculture's main objective? Well, the main objective that we have, we have two objectives, but we have a primary objective of getting veterans interested in agriculture. And um, we do that for two reasons. Number one, there there is a you know, a therapeutic value of working with your hands in the soil um, and, and also raising animals. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, it's been proven uh, to be successful. And, um, and, you know, I don't think that very many people follow it that much because, you know, there's, there, there's, a, um, there's a lot of people out there that have engaged in farming, growing their own, backyard garden, setting up a couple of beehives, and, and they've really gained some 
what I call, um, you know, value back in their life. And so the primary goal is obviously to, to reach the veterans and their families. And I say families because we do include the families in all of our projects. Uh, we see that that's missing in a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the uh, um, programs that are out there that for counseling and whatnot. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, there needs to be more attention to the, to the spouses and the children, Correct. because, you know, they go to war too, uh, in their own way, mm-hmm. and uh, when you come back, <clears throat> we're all different. Uh, I was different. My children were different. Um, you know, my spouse. You know, the, everyone changes. Um, some of those are good changes. Some of those are not so good changes. And uh, and there's a lot of conflict in families. And you know the divorce rate, and the suicide rate, and um, and the uh, the depression rate among the children of service member service members is is really it's it's astronomically high. And, yes. and we need to do a little bit more. So we focus on bringing them in and and uh, addressing some of these issues through the use of agriculture. That's great. You know, it's already it's already a, our first break coming up right now. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with uh, James McCormick, Director for Veterans to Agriculture. And, Bill, you had a question just before we went on break. I knew you were going to ask it. Go ahead. Well, well, Jim, I, I've I've been to the website and I'm I'm very impressed with the 
uh, uh, Veterans to Agricultural Program. I'm just wondering uh, uh, what it has uh, been the progression to the uh, uh, current uh, uh, established uh, program, and when did you start? Well, actually, we kicked off Raising Cane Farms Ministry back in 2009 when I retired. I had bought a 15-acre small farm, and, uh, you know, we were just going to use it for camping, and, um, and, and, you know, we have a lot of fun out there on that, on that little farm. And, and then I started to get involved in, in agriculture as far as raising a garden, and, uh, you know, I was dealing with my own things. I de- you know, I dealt with the whole PTSD issue, I, and I think we always will deal with it in some shape or form, but it's like a, you know, it becomes part of your psyche, part of your who you are, and and you've just got to know how to how to uh, channel it in the proper way. And if you know how to channel it in the proper way, it can actually it, it can be effective and and helping you get a lot of things done. Um, the uh, so we we got that program going, the raising cane farms, and 2010 started to really reach out to an organization called Farmers Veterans coalition out in uh, California. I talked to a man named Michael Gorman. Um, then I, I contacted another group called Work Vessels for Vets and John Nikresh out in Connecticut. So we had had two really wonderful groups. Um, of course, Farmers Veterans Coalition focuses specifically on the farmers and Work Vessels for Vets well, that spoke. That, that was, you know, focusing on the uh, the tools of the trade, kind of like the tools for vets uh, program that you guys were talking about last week. Mm-hmm. And in, in talking with these gentlemen, I, I pitched this plan, and I thought, well, this is a unique plan. And, and they were like, yeah, yeah. Well, there's this guy down in Florida, and he's doing it, and he's been doing it for about a year now. Okay, great. I want to talk to him. His name's Adam Burke. Adam Burke had the Veterans Farm in Jacksonville, Florida. And Adam was very advanced in, in what he was doing. He had a little blueberry farm, and, um, you know, he's a Purple Heart recipient and just a great guy. Adam's a great guy. And he started to bring people out to his farm and was teaching them about farming. And so I made the phone call out of the blue and just called him and said, Hey, Adam, I'm James McCormick. I'm in West Virginia. I want to do what you're doing in West Virginia. And, uh, we that began began a long series of conversations that um, led to you know the whole establishment of you know a program in West Virginia. But I wanted to take it a step further, and I started to communicate with the Department of Agriculture. This, every state has one, and and, and I pitched this proposal. Uh, and it was ironically during an election year. That's the great. That's the best time to hit politicians up for anything is whenever it's right before the election. And uh, <laughs> um, and so you know we started we started hitting this thing real hard. Um, and and I met with the deputy secretary of veterans assistance uh, in West Virginia. His name is Billy Wayne Bailey, and 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 I gave him this proposal. And I said this will work. And he says, well, how do you know? I said, well, I've been doing it for a couple of years. I mean, I had a guy hitchhike from California wow. to come out and spend almost uh, three weeks out on our farm. He's a homeless guy. 
and uh, and I've got him on Facebook now, and he's uh, you know he's moved on, and he uh, he's working on an aquaponics farm, and really loves it. Um, and the thing is, is is where this guy came from, and where many of them came from, and where they are now. You know, that's the transition. So, armed with that information, and with friends all over the country, now we've built this network. Not me; it was already built. I just had to go and, and find it. Mm-hmm. And and um, and that was also the unique and wonderful thing. There was no competitiveness between Adam, myself, farmers, veterans, work vessels for vets. You know. These folks, they just wanted to help, and, uh, and and they want to see it grow, and they want to take part in it. So together, you know, this plan was hatched, and I said, well, let's let's hit the agriculture commissioner in West Virginia up and say, hey, come up with a program. Let's call it Veterans and Warriors to Agriculture, and we'll base it off of the Raising Cane Farms and Veterans Farm concept. Um, and let's see how it goes. And so, of course, when we first went and talked to the newly elected commissioner, he took his time. He evaluated it, looked at it really, really close. And he wanted more of a business emphasis in it. And so that wasn't hard to do. So then we engaged the Small Business Administration and started to get uh, those folks to teach the um Boots to Business um, two-day seminars. And I'll tell you, we, we set one of those up, one of the first ones that they did in West Virginia. We did it over in the Eastern Panhandle with one of my beekeeper instructors, and he's a veteran named Ed Forney, Geezer Ridge Farms. And we had 28 veterans and 14 spouses show up at this, this two-day seminar. And, it did, and, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot of people, but when those folks came from the SBA, the guy called me on the phone. He says, I go to military bases, and I don't get this many people. He <laughs> said, this is great, you know. I said, okay. So we gave him a little spiel on the farmer piece of this, the agriculture piece of this. So, so this all worked, and everybody's seen it's working. So I wrote the legislation, uh, which established it as a state uh, program and um, gave it to the lawyer. The lawyers there, you know, they've got to touch everything, and uh, and yeah. uh, they jazzed it up, and uh, it went through. You know, with flying collars through our state legislature, uh, did not go through with funding. So they made me the director, which was a contracted position. It was a big title, and that was about it. <laughs> um, but I had to go and find our own money, our operating capital. And um, that was a challenge because we were a state agency at, the t- you know, at that point in time and working for the state with the Department of Agriculture. Um, but we, were man- we managed to, to raise the funds and work with the Veterans Assistance Office, who um, they have a re-education, a state re-education grant. And I'm not, I'm not sure where you're located at, but um, I think you said you were the deputy secretary, right, of Veterans Affairs there. In right, I'm, I'm your next door neighbor in, in Maryland. Okay, okay. 
Well, you may have a, a state re-education grant, which is about three to 500 bucks per veteran. And we started to have the veterans apply for those grants, and we utilized it in the beekeeping. And this, the beekeeping just took off. I mean, just absolutely took off. Uh, I had 88 beekeepers the first year, <laughs> and 80 are still keeping bees. That's phenomenal because that was three years ago, okay? You ask most beekeepers, they start out as a hobby. They lose their bees, they quit. You see a lot of empty beehives, you know. Uh, right. But 80 out of 88 are still keeping bees. And even those eight are kicking it around. They're, they're wanting to try. Um, so it just, it really just, it blossomed into this this wonderful thing. And now I've got 263 veterans across the state of West Virginia. And I've probably got about 100 other veterans that are crossing the border from Maryland, Virginia, Pennsylvania, uh, Kentucky, Ohio, and uh, even one guy that drove up from Tennessee to go through some of our classes uh, for the veterans because the classes are free. We don't turn any veteran or family member away. I mean, we'll, you know, we'll knock out the wall and, and add more seats if we have to. Uh, and I don't, I don't have a problem bringing in people from out of state. You know, obviously, I'm limited in state funds to be able to support them, but the training is always free. And that training, most of it, you know, if you go to try to get it on the open market, let's just take a beginning beekeeping class. You're looking at anywhere between fifty and a hundred bucks, you know, to, to to take the class. One class, we give six. Wow. In a field exercise, we we get in the bees with them. We have year-round for the rest of their life, you know, assistance with our beekeeping group. So we've got beekeepers in West Virginia, and this is just the beekeeping portion of it. I haven't even got into the organic farmers in southern West Virginia working around coal mine sites. It's just unbelievable. But they, uh, we we do a lot of mentoring. So this thing has grown, and then here in the last six months, the University of Utah, way out there, um, contacted us and said, "Hey, we've we've got the National Veterans or National Center for Veteran Studies here at the University of Utah, and we're looking at alternative forms of therapy. We really like what you're doing in West Virginia, and they they offered me a scientific research fellowship." Uh, so I, I'm a I'm a scientific research fellow for the University of Utah, and providing them with data uh, on the success of our program. And and now you're starting to see other states really starting to look at this as hey, there's something to this thing. I mean, literally, I've got guys and gals that will come out and tell you, uh, you know, hey. I was ready to kill myself. Um, one guy in particular, Eric, he uh, he openly talks about you know where he was when we met almost three years ago, and where he is now with his wife and his daughter. And you know, it's it's it, you know for me, it's not it's never been about the money. Um, 
But when you get a phone call at 8 o'clock on a Sunday night after these people come home from church, and a lady on the other phone is on the other line is just her voice is crackling and saying, I don't know what you've done, but I want to thank you for giving me my husband back. That's um, great. To me, I, that, I mean, that's, that's bigger than a silver star for me. It sure uh, is. It sure is. But we're going to go ahead and take another break. Okay. According to the Veterans Administration statistics, 22 veterans a day are committing suicide. The Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel is a new channel whose time has finally come. The Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel is America's first national broadcast channel specifically designed for veterans and their family members, providing information and referral services, as well as programming that promotes good health, well-being, and entertainment for veterans suffering from PTSD, anxiety, anxiety, and depression. Visit the Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel and donate today. Help us save veterans' lives. Go to the VSPchannel.com to learn more. Be sure to check out their fundraising events that are happening November, December, and January. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, James McCormick, Director for Veterans to Agriculture. And Bill, you had a question? Well, I just wanted to continue a little bit further with uh, with Jim's presentation in that last segment. Uh, you know, Jim, uh, the way that you've described how the progression of the program in West Virginia has taken off, and it, and it appears to me it's a, it's a therapeutic process 
for men and women who come back uh, to home and community and are having problems with uh, readjustment and all the kinds of things that you talked about. And you notice Gary even mentioned about our Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. There's uh, 22 uh, veterans uh, with suicides uh, uh, per day. And, and the fact that you're attracting, uh, you know, uh, veterans from other areas. So I'm just wondering, uh, uh, I, I think I know this answer, but uh, it doesn't appear that you, you use a, a, a vetting process. You uh, accept the, uh, uh, those that come to you and uh, with the hope and expectation that you can help them to turn their lives around. Is, is that the way you see it? Well, we, we do have a vetting process, obviously, for our um for our funding, but, you know, most of the veterans show up with a DD-214 in hand and, uh, and and are very forward about that, especially the, the younger veterans, I've, I've noticed. seems like they're a little bit more. So, so we do have a vetting process, but we do a lot of things on a handshake. I mean, we really do. So it's... Um, but when, obviously, when it comes to state funds and dollars, then we have to get a little bit deeper than that. But, but yes, you're 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 right. We we go out, we reach out, we try to, you know, get a hold of them. And um, I get calls all the time. You know, my my cell phone has become, you know, I work from a home office, and um, you know, my cell phone is my work phone, and and I. Spend, Spend a lot of time on that phone. You can ask my wife; she'll tell you she tracks it all the time. We just <laughs> we have a business plan, and it's always I'm always busting my minutes. But you know what? Though it's worth it. it to me, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, when I re- when I retired, it just seemed like I had to do more than just sit around and, and draw a paycheck. And uh, this this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Well, that that that's great, Jim. And and I suspect with these veterans, and and as you mentioned, the families that uh, you accept along with them in, uh, in, in this process, that you must have uh, at least one or two and hopefully many more success stories that you can point to an individual or an individual and family as to how participating in this program have changed their lives around. Absolutely. We, we have several of those. If you go to, um, if you go to the, our website, um, either at the uh, the West Virginia Department of Agriculture, and, and pull up Veterans and Warriors to Agriculture, you'll see everything from. We did a memorial tree planting for all of the fallen service members in West Virginia in the current war, in which we invited the Gold Star families out to plant a tree uh, in honor of their their loved one, and. Uh, I had an opportunity. We brought a lot of the local children, kids, and family members. And um, my son was out there, and my son was planting a tree with another, and they were both 17 years old. But the one lost his dad in Iraq the same year I was over there. And um, you know that was a uh, that was a very emotional and uh, eye-opening experience for my son. And for all of us, you know, but for the grace of God, it could have been my son planting the tree. You know That's what true. I mean? So, um, but we have that. We also have individual stories of 
uh, of success. Uh, Eric's story is on there. Um, several other stories are on there about the value of, uh, of this of this project or program. So yeah, there's, and some of them will make you cry. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I get choked up when I talk about the memorial tree planting with the Gold Star families, mm-hmm. because honestly, we don't do enough for our Gold Star families. We really don't. Um, uh, I've got two sons that are serving, and one that just came back from the Middle East. And I'm going to tell you, for a year, I bit my fingernails and uh, and worried, you know, like all parents do. And um, uh, so that story is very powerful, uh, and it shows what we're doing. And that's all part of agriculture. We, we're growing apple trees. Right. Um, you know, we're setting up orchards. Um, right. These families can go, and for the rest of their lives, the owner of that orchard, if you're that's your son's or your father's or whatever's tree, for the rest of your life, you come out and you pick apples, you know, from that tree. Um, so it's we want to do that. We want to duplicate that in every county in in our state, and there's 55 counties in our state, and and. You know, we had a lot of success with the local carpenters union. Um, you know, they came out, uh, pulled out their checkbook, and uh, and wrote checks, and came out and dug the holes and lined them up. And I mean, it was dress right dress, and a lot of those guys were vets too. So uh, it, it was a heck of a, a heck of an experience. So. And Jim, you know, you're 100% right on, you know, the Gold Star families. Uh, uh, they're an organization, when we first started about, you know, th- over three years ago, uh, we've had them on the air with us once. And you'd be surprised how many people, even today, don't know who they are and what they do. And uh, it's a f- great organization. And, uh, you know, to be part of it, that's wonderful. That's great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have any other new groups been started out? you know, on this movement and, and have you had, is there a national group that's doing the same thing you're doing? Absolutely. That's the uh, Farmers Veterans Coalition that I was kind of briefly touched on mm-hmm. out in California. And they have a great website, www.farmvetco, that's F-A-R-M-V-E-T-C-O.com. And Mike O'Gorman heads that organization up, and Mike is a, is a personal friend of mine. And, um, heck, he's a personal friend to a lot of, of us vets out there. Um, but, but Mike takes time to talk to all of us, and he's got a whole nation. I couldn't imagine trying to track all those people down, but he does. He does a very good job at it. And, and Mike was not a veteran, but Mike was a farmer, and, with a, and his dad was a World War II veteran. And so he has a lot of passion uh, for what he's doing. And he travels around most of the time on his own dime. Uh, he was a very successful organic farmer out in California. They have a, a, the groups out in Davis, California, is where they're, they're located at. Uh, but the, the, the one group that I really want to bring up, well, actually two. There's two groups that have, been, that has, that have came up since we've started this organization. Mm-hmm. And two of them are national groups that are now here close to where we're at. One of them's up in Wheeling, West Virginia, 
and it's an organization called Boots. That's Boots to Bees, you know, just boots like Army <laughs> Boots to Bees. That's pretty cool. And yeah, they're they're really taking off, and they're they're linked in with the University of Utah. Of course, Utah is the Beehive State. So that was very yeah. successful, and I've been to Utah and met with some of their state and national leaders, and, and they're they're excited about this program. And the boots to pe the boots to bees group, you know Marty Walk and and a young lady named Tony Brancazio, uh, they're really working hard on this, and they're grabbing. They look for successful beekeepers, and we've got, I think, the most successful beekeeper uh, in our state teaching our program. He also happens to be a veteran. His name is Ed Forney. And Ed Forney uh, manages to lose less than 10% of his bees each year. And a beekeeper understands that is a big, big deal. Um, so he keeps a very large active hive, or I mean apiary. And um, so he's working with boots to bees. And what we've noticed is is that Organizations that have been around, like your state beekeeper organizations and your, you know, your regional beekeeping organizations, they see this and they're not so combative. They used to be so competitive and combative sometimes at these state meetings and national meetings. But, but when it comes to veterans, they come together and they work together. And so I'm always impressed by seeing those bridges that are being built. So, you know, there's a lot of folks out there. And like I told you, the other states, Pennsylvania, I'm real excited to see what Pennsylvania's doing right now. Um, you know, I love the state. Um, I think that, um, you know, I met with their state agriculture commissioner and the entire staff there. What a wonderful group of people. They're going to get it, and they're going to get it going. I, I guarantee it. Um, and and it's, it's exciting for me to see that. You know, because now I know that 990,000, that's how many veterans they have in Pennsylvania, 990,000. That's a lot. They're going to have an opportunity at a program where we've got 100, almost 200,000 veterans, like 198,000 in West Virginia, you know, in a 1.8 million state. Um, you know, that's, that's a large per capita population of veterans. But you look at Pennsylvania, 990,000 veterans. They're going to save somebody's life with this. Somebody is going to get into this program, and they're going to say, you know what, no, I don't think I'm going to do this today. I think I'm going to go to this beekeeping class, or I think uh, I'm going to go learn how to raise alpacas, sheep, um, grow an organic garden. You know, I'm going to go and put up a, a greenhouse or a high tunnel and get excited about it, and excitement is, is all about the hope that yes. drives them to do something better with their lives, because they are so much better uh, than, than what they're getting sometimes, you know. They, they definitely deserve more than what they get, and I know that the veterans get a tremendous amount of, of assistance and, and things that are out there, but in, in the scheme of things, you're looking at most of my vets that are out there that are in this program have got 36 months of combat on average. 36 months. Three That's years. a long time. You know, hard, hard time. And, uh, yeah. So, and, I, and uh, you know, and you got to love the people. 
and you got to love their families. If you don't, if you don't love it, if it becomes just about a money thing, then it, it, it's never going to work. That's why I've never been an advocate for big, high-paying salaries when you do this. Um, and people think that I'm crazy. But, you know, I don't want nobody uh, to ever think that it's ever been or will be about money. Because when you get write a check for us for 50 bucks, I promise you that $50 that you write that check for goes in to help a veteran. It doesn't go in to pay somebody's salary. And there's a little bit too much of that goes on um, across, uh, you know, carte blanche. And, and that's with grants. That's with everything. It's, it's very upsetting for me. Um, so I understand, you know, the, it takes money to, for the world to go around. But, um, you know, I think you can be just as happy with a, a $30,000 a year job and helping, you know, a 1000 vets as with a $300,000 a year job and maybe only helping a hundred. You see, that's the trade-off. And, and I don't, I believe it should be the other way around. I believe it should be, you know, you do it because you love it. And, that's right. Uh, that, that's, that's a personal thing for me. <laughs> that's right. You know, your motto should be, let it be. But <laughs> we're going to go ahead. And take... <laughs> That's a Beatles song, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. They are national. Give Josh a call right now. I guarantee, well, I'll give you a 99% chance he'll beat your pricing. Uh, that's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call 407-401-0772. That's 407-401-0772. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo@americanheroesnetwork.com. At Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, James McCormick, Director for Veterans to Agriculture. Um, Jim, what inspired all this to happen? I mean, tell us about it, how, how it started for you. What was your first thought? Well, I went through a, um, you know, I was wounded in Iraq, and I was wounded physically and emotionally. Um, and so, uh, you know, I went through a struggle, and I was a captain, okay? But I was an enlisted soldier for 16 years. And when I was going through that whole warrior transition process and being medically retired, um, you know, I watched some of these guys and gals suffer. And so I, I think that did it more than anything, the fact that I didn't want, you know, if, if I'm getting treated this way at the VA or at the, uh, you know, even at some of the military processing state, imagine what that private first class is getting treated like. And, um, you know, it's, it's not fair. And, um, and so I just kind of started to do this thing to, to figure out, you know, hey, I'm here. I wanted to let them know that I, somebody cared about them, that not all officers were bad people and, uh, um, and, and that some of us really do care about you. And so that was a big thing for me. It was to project the feeling that you're cared about. So That's true. Bill? Well, Jim, I, I, I think uh, y- your program uh, is a very successful program, and I, I, and the way that you described it and your passion for this, it, it, it appears to me it's only going to, uh, to get better. I'd offer a suggestion to you that hopefully this may even widen uh, the thought of, uh, of uh, bringing this program to a state. Uh, uh, whenever you have an, a, a conversation with the uh, Secretary of Veterans Affairs there, um, mm-hmm. who is uh, in, the, in, in your governor's cabinet, uh, he should be a member of a national organization. It's called the National Association of State Directors of Veterans Affairs. And you might want to impress upon him maybe to vie to get that uh, the one of the quarterly meetings to come uh, to West Virginia. If it doesn't work that way, that you accompany him at one of those meetings and to tell the story. Look at what you've got. Okay. You've got the director or secretary from every uh, uh, state or territory's Veterans Affairs. What a captive mm-hmm. audience! Absolutely, I think it's a great idea, and I would, I will definitely engage uh, uh, Secretary Thompson on that that very thing. And anything else that you believe that you're doing great in West Virginia with veterans, uh, 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 you can get those in at one of those meetings. Those are very, very good meetings that they that they have across the country. Yeah, I, I, well. And, and and I definitely do want to do that, and I want to um, engage as many folks as I can, and and give them the plan. It's it's a free gift. I'm not. I, I don't ask for anything. There's no copyright on anything that we do. Um, I just want 
every state to have one more tool to help these veterans to stop killing themselves and to help these families stop getting divorced and to help these people start a business or just grow a backyard garden to become a little more self-sufficient again and to put a little more hope in their life. If that's that's what we accomplish, and if we just do that with one person in every state uh, a year, you know, we've accomplished one heck of a goal uh, by doing that. And I think we can do a whole lot more if if everyone, it's not a competition, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's not a, a one-up, it's not a, you know, a, 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 you know, we've got to do this better than this. You know, a little healthy competition is good, but it really has to be about let's get something like this in every state so that we have that one more tool that may save a life. I can show you. I can show you cases here in West Virginia where people will tell you this made the difference for me. I was, I had, you know, I mean, I have one guy that's been on several medications and and came back and, and said, look, when we met, I was at the end of my rope. I was getting ready to get divorced. I was going to lose... Uh, my wife, my child, and, you know, at that point, you know, he told me, he says, what reason did I have to live? Mm. And, um, and you know, that's, that's a sad situation. It really is. Sure is. Uh, now, uh, Jim, we only have a couple minutes left, and it's sure. a pleasure having you on our show today. Uh, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? I'd just like to share that... Uh, Number one, everybody can make a difference, whatever you're doing. Um, number one, if you're a veteran, you've served this country, regardless of whatever capacity, I want to personally thank you for that service. Man, women, Gold Star families, children, spouses, mothers, fathers, uh, our country has a debt of gratitude to you, and, and I extend my personal thanks to each and every one of you. And the other thing I'd like to say is, is that please help me. You don't have to write me a check. Just call me. Let's, let's figure out how we can do something like this where you're at. Uh, I, I, have, I have the plan. I will give you the legislation, whatever you need. I'll make the phone calls. I'll travel on my dime to come and help you do that. doesn't matter where you're at. Um, and that's the message that I really want to get, get across, that let's network together. Let's work together as a team. Let's do this thing, and let's do it right, and let's, let's feed America, and let's let the veterans step up. And, I mean, it's not just a therapeutic value. I mean, there's definitely a business value. I mean, that's you right. can make a living doing this, a very good living doing this. Mm-hmm. And um, let's just do this. Let's let's put America back on track for agriculture. We need a million farmers. We need a million farmers. Our farming, our farmers are retiring. So most of them, uh, you'll go find, were Korean and World War II veterans. Mm -hmm. And the family farm is disappearing. And unless we start working together, uh, we're going to fall apart. That's true. I want to engage that and and uh, and just say thank you uh, for the opportunity. And, and Willie Nelson, if you're out there listening, buddy, we'd <laughs> like to have you come here and do a Farm Aid concert 
so we can uh, help our veterans to uh, get started in this <laughs> in this so, adventure. Sounds great. <laughs> now, Bill, we have a little less than a minute. Uh, Jim, thank you very much for being with us today. Uh, and thank you for your service to this country. I, I think you're an outstanding ambassador for these uh, veterans to uh, agriculture. And look, if, uh, if, if, if no way else to get the word out, uh, please be an ambassador for us and tell all the folks that you know out there to listen to the American Heroes Network and listen to you as you've presented it on this program, and I think you'll get some people uh, uh, even more interested in, in what you're doing in West Virginia. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Now, again, I think I can speak for everyone here. We wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Please be careful and be on alert to everything going around uh, that's happening around you. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our, our website. And you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember... We spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, and thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. And once again, Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America.